Welcome to another episode of Spock Sports Show, sponsored locally through Barbary Law Firm. It's a look at everything sports here in the mid-Michigan area. And now, here's your host, Chris Spock. Welcome to another edition of Spock Sports Show, presented by Barberry Law. From every case they take, they take personally. If you have that personal injury, the car accident claim, you don't need to call someone, 800 number, and talk to somebody you don't know. Call Barberry Law Firm, and you will probably talk with Vicki or Joe. They'll get you set up with everything you need to know to get what you deserve. Joe knows the courts. He knows the insurance companies. Just ask around. This edition of Spock Sports Show, catching back up with Second Art Academy Softball. Had a couple seniors chatting with me last time. This time, a couple sophomores and Coach Wheaton. Let's get right into that chat. Back with Sacred Art Academy softball. A couple seniors a few weeks ago. Now I got a couple sophomores here with me, Ellery Garver and Callie Smith. First of all, other sports you guys play? And we'll start with you, Callie. Oh, I play basketball and softball. All right, now do you have a favorite out of those two? Uh, I'm going to pick softball. You're going to pick softball. Yep. All right, and what about you, Ellery? Um, I started playing uh, volleyball this year. All right, so your first year playing volleyball? Yep. All right, and so quite a first year, you know, yeah. to be a part of the program. and Yeah, for sure. Which one of your sports is, you know, which one's your favorite? I got to pick softball. You got to pick softball? All day. <laughs> and how long have you been playing softball? We'll, we'll stick with you here, Ellery. So I started playing softball when I was six, and I just loved it immediately. So that's like nine years now I've been playing. <laughs> More than half of your life. Oh, yeah. Yep. And what about you, Callie? Uh, probably five or six. All right, <laughs> yeah. And do you guys have any, like, early memories of be- being out there playing or anything like that, some of your first games? Well, um, for so I was playing in rec ball. I was six, and um, we were all just six years old, so we were really unfocused. And to get us to focus, like, and get in our ready positions, my dad would scream Scooby Doo, and that was kind of <laughs> like our like cue. Okay, ball is gonna get hit. Scooby Doo. You'd hear it from like just softball fields away. <laughs> Scooby Doo, and you'd see like nine little six year olds like suddenly get in the position. Oh, I guess I don't know if you guys have ever seen the movie Dazed and Confused, and you guys are maybe right about the age where it's appropriate for him to watch. But there's the the football coach from the seventies. You know, the tough guy would say break down. You know, and it'd be kind of the the same thing for the players. I wonder if that's what you know. Maybe where your dad got some of that from. Now, last year you guys were freshmen. Both playing some pretty big roles. You guys went all the way to the state semifinals. Is there something you guys remember, something that sticks out to you in that run? We'll, we'll go with you here first, Callie. I would say probably our seniors, how they led the team, and just especially Natalie, just taking the team on their back and leading yeah. us there. What about you, Ellery? It was just like all in all just a great experience to kind of like we really came together as a unit, um, especially like in the beginning of the year. So we had like I think it was six freshmen come in at that time and so that's like you know six seniors six freshmen and we really integrated really well and it was great to see like as the season progressed how we came together as a team and it was like we just got to like be sitting there in like the Michigan State Stadium and be like we did it as a team we came here together and like it was great to play with them in this like environment where we just we worked really hard and we all came together and we're there for each other we're playing for each other and here might be that that question throwing you guys for a loop a little bit what was it like first couple days of practice being freshmen? You guys are both very talented, but, man, you've got these seniors that have been doing it for a while. What, what were those first few days like? Was there some intimidation with them at all, or did you kind of already know them from school? Well, I mean, they were all so welcoming for us, and, I mean, that's something that I know me and Callie, we try to do for the people coming in after us. They really set that example of how to, you know, we live our values, right, that we talk about all the time, and, we love those values, and they really showed and paved the way, like with those examples of how they brought us in. Laura Gunner, you know, Anna Terwilliger, Natalie Jones, um, Kelsey McDonald, Emma Yonker, like they all brought us in, and 
you know, they really showed us how to become integrated into the team and how to do that for others. Yeah, okay, there wasn't any intimidation with you, Callie? Um, maybe a little bit at first, but I think I got over that pretty quickly. And I think it just took a little bit of getting used to because I didn't know a lot of the seniors very well, and so I got to know them. And right. they're some of the best friends I have. Now, let, this may be kind of another funny question. You're the first time you guys had Natalie throw against you last year as, as freshman. She was a senior. Do you guys remember that? Did any of you guys get a hit? What's, what's the main – you're kind of going, oh, yeah, Ellery. I mean, I don't remember my exact first at bat, but I remember I was just like, wow, like I'm so lucky I get to play with her and, you know, I'm don't glad I'm not in against her. <laughs> you know, like it was just a great experience to kind of be like, okay, she's coming in and watching her warm up and be like this great player and this like great leader that we could look up to and then being like, wow, I get to play with her like every day. Like it was just – it was a really cool experience. Yeah, but now that run last year going into this year, it made you guys, you know, more hungry, want to continue to be successful? Of course, yes. Yep, and now early season, you guys are inside, you're outside. Fortunately, you've been able to play a few games. Talk about that a little bit as players. How frustrating is that? And it's just kind of taking some of the bumps in the road. I mean, I, <laughs> I don't like being inside. I hate indoor practices. It might be my least favorite thing in the whole season yeah and you know coaches obviously got nothing to do with that either it's just the fact of being inside and you know how much does it limit you guys to what you can do well the outfielders can't do any work yeah they, they, they think you kind of pretty much we got to use different balls because we can't use the hard balls on the gym floor so yep and now what about you Ellery I mean the the weather has kind of thrown us for a loop I mean we started off with this excellent weather which is great I mean couldn't be happier with that and now it's getting a little colder and you know gym practices aren't anybody's favorite but I think coach Wheaton really I mean I think we make it work and we still continue to get better you know and so we're playing our best softball in June yeah it probably makes it a lot more difficult on the coaches to try and figure things out because we said especially outfielders they can't get to practice and you know Jim's got a pretty high ceiling but you're not hitting any pop-ups in there and now school without high school sports is something I just started asking you know kids a little bit ago I don't think I've asked any sophomores mostly been seniors but Start with you, Callie. Picture you're, you know, you're a sophomore, but you had never played any high school sports. How much fun would you be having, yada, 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 that kind of thing? Uh, it wouldn't be the same. I, the thing I look forward most to coming to school every day is practice or a game after school that day. Yeah, what about you, Ellery? I mean, I'm, pretty, I'm a pretty good student, but without softball, high school softball, it'd just be endless. I mean, it kind of <laughs> gives me something to look forward to and just, like, Yes, we're in the softball season. We made it, you know. Like, after that last class, it's like, all right, I get to go to practice or I get to go to the game, and it's just super fun. Yeah, and how much of a motive, like I said, you're a good student. Do you think you would be as good a student if you didn't have to stay eligible for high school sports and this, that, and the other? I think I would be. I mean, yeah. I would definitely work super hard. And Callie, Callie's kind of saying, I don't know about that. What I about? I would still work hard, and I think I'd still be a good student, but it, there's more motivation when you have something to work for. Yep, especially you got a bunch of, you know, former Sacred Heart teams, all academic teams as well. So that's something you guys got to try and strive for. And now, similar kind of question here, but what's something you guys are learning playing softball in particular that you, you couldn't learn in the classroom? Ellie, you said you, you try and hit the books, but what's something you could never get out of the books that you get playing softball? I guess, like, just the relationships that you get from softball and just, like, so a lot of things, like one of them being, like, the relationships and how close you get to be with your teammates, whether that's, like, the bus rides, team dinner, you know, rallying back or just kind of whatever it is. But also, I feel like you learn leadership from one, either being a leader on this team and like leading your team into those games and into those rallies. But also just like, you know, for me, like the seniors last year, they were a great example of what great leadership looks like and how, you know, 
Natalie Jones and Laura Gunner, they really, like, I strive to be like them for that example that they set for me. And I don't think you can learn that in a classroom. I think she had a pretty good answer, Callie, but you got anything to add to that? Um, I think what she said, like the team dinners and stuff, you can't get that in a classroom with other students. But on a team, you can really work for each other and show everyone what it's like to be a part of that. And you build so many good relationships with people that you probably might not have met before if you didn't play that sport. Yeah, I think I've asked a hundred people that question, Callie, but the way you said you can work for each other on a team, I think is maybe one of the best answers I heard. Cause obviously every once in a while you got that group project, but even then sometimes you divide up the things, but you guys are all working together for a common goal on the softball team. I uh, thank you guys so much for joining me and uh, what's it going to take to reach the goals you guys got this season. I mean, I think we just got to, you know, come together as a team and we got to work hard day in and day out, earn the A, as we always say, you know, coach Wheaton, Always telling us, He's like, pumping his fist inside right now as you say that Live up to that those one. values and, you know, earn the A, earn that Sacred Heart legacy that we always strive to meet. All right. Anything to add to that? Come to practice every day and games even with the attitude that I get to do this, I don't have to do this. Um, be disciplined and win the day and earn the A. All right. Callie, Ellery, thank you guys so much for joining thank me. Thank really you. Thank you. It. Time to take a break here on Spock Sports Show. When we come back, and have Coach Wheaton in the chair with me, chatting more about Sacred Heart Academy softball and a little bit about Mount Pleasant softball as well, as that's where his oldest daughter, Keelan, plays. You're listening to Spock Sports Show on Buck 92 and podcasting wherever you get your podcast presented by Barberry Law Firm. If you've got legal questions and you don't know what to do, my attorney is Joe Barbary. He can be yours too. Hi, this is Joe Barber. Here's a motor vehicle accident tip. If you've been injured in an auto accident, you don't have to go to Detroit to get the best legal team to represent you. Myself and my staff have been doing auto accidents in the central Michigan area for over 30 years. Most people I know don't want to drive 150 miles to meet with somebody that they've never met before. If you retain us at Barbary Law, you'll meet with an attorney face-to-face and you'll be minutes away from doing so. So keep that in mind. If you're injured or, God forbid, a loved one is injured or killed in a motor vehicle accident, contact Barbary Law and we'll take care of you. My attorney is Joe Barbary. He can be yours too. Welcome back to Spock Sports Show, Buck 92 and podcasting wherever you get your podcast. Another big thank you to Ellery Callie taking some time to chat with me. Now let's get into my conversation with Coach Wheaton talking all things. We'll talk about Pleasant Softball and Sacred Art Academy Softball. First thing I got to ask you about, I haven't been able to catch up with John Davis and the Oiler Girls. What's going on with your daughter and my Pleasant uh, Softball team? I've been able to watch a little bit of it because we've been playing on opposite days here and there um, and a couple weekends that they've played on. Things are going well over there. They, I think they found a pitcher or two that they didn't know they had. They're going to hit with everybody. I mean, they can absolutely flat-out hit. Like, one through nine, those girls just really hit. Yeah, and hard. for people you don't, that don't know, your daughter's going to Ferris State next, next year to play softball, yeah, she, correct? She, yep, she's going to go there and, um, and pursue that uh, her degree and play softball in the meantime there. And, uh, and this is actually her first time. She hasn't played high school softball in two years. She yep. sat out the whole year last year with her – shoulder injury and and uh, recovering from her surgery and so on but um but yeah I think uh I think they're gonna be they're gonna be a tough out especially you know later in the year kind of thing um once their their starting pitching gets going and um their senior pitcher gets going and um I think they'll be fine I, I like what I've seen so far I think they've got a couple extra pieces that they didn't have before and the the transfer girl from Washington and 
Um, yeah, I, th- I from what I've seen, I've been impressed. I mean, they're going to hit the they're going to knock the cover off the ball. They're going to they hit the ball hard, and um, and they're going to be fun to watch anyway. So now for their districts, is it like the boys? Are they going to possibly have to go all the way up to Marquette? No, they don't have to do that. Um, all right, they're actually playing. Um, close to home, I think Midland or something like All right, that. Yeah, and so dead, the boys so. are just kind of thrown into that that yep, weird, got a loop. weird thing. Yep. yep. And now, uh, you've been able to watch either baseball team, uh, Mount Pleasant or Sacred Heart, kind of throwing you out of the bus here. You know, you just got some knowledge and said, yep. just drop that if you can a little bit. Uh, not Mount Pleasant baseball, not much of it. I've just you know been, you know, uh, keeping up on it, you know, yep. kind of thing. But Sacred Heart baseball, yeah, I'm, uh, our boys are. Um, so they just beat Elma. Yeah. Well, they beat a lot of teams that are bigger than them uh recently they had a really good week they went over to garber and beat essexville garber nine to five you know in a game you know that was essexville garber's game that they just got done beating the i think the number three team in division two twice all right you know a couple days before that and then our you know little small division four score kid come in and beat you Yeah. yeah so so we went over there and beat them and then they went and won a tournament um the saturday in alma and beat a couple schools that were bigger than them so they're a lot of fun to watch. They have um, a lot of pretty, you know, good arms. Um, they have one really good one, and Joey McDonald. But, um, but yeah, they're they're uh, they're fun to watch, yep. and they're young, which is cool. Yeah, and it's one of those, you know, I always joke, it's my job to look ahead. I'm already, you know, knocking on wood for hopefully, you know, Beale City Sacred Heart District Final Baseball game is what we could be having in about a, about a month or so. And yep. we're talking on May first. You guys are hoping to play Fulton today. That got moved around. You know, just going to kind of open the floor to you, your thoughts. And there's nothing we can do about it. We live in Michigan. I love Michigan. I know you do, too. But a right. little, little goofiness with the early season weather. Just talk about what that does to you as a coach, as a program. Well, I mean, we all expect the weather to be the way it is in Michigan this time of year. This is a little bit um, a extreme, little bit up extreme, and down. Maybe, yeah. maybe a little bit too long, you know, like of this stuff. But, but we expected it this way. The problem, the bigger problem is that, our non-conference schedule, we have to play a tough non-conference schedule. Um, we, we know what that means to our program. That's what we did last year. It's what we've been trying to work up to, you know, all the years leading up to last year. And we, we got to make sure that we schedule the tough non-conference games. You know, we were able to play one with Garber. Uh, uh, well, actually two, a doubleheader with Garber. Um, and then we had one coming this week on Wednesday with Ithaca, who is a, who's a strong Division three team. And now we have to move that game because we have to make up the Fulton game. And, you know, I think Fulton's actually a decent team. I think they're pretty good. Um, I, you know, you, I haven't seen anything, but you can uh, – my eyes, you know, it's that – you, You've been, you've been around for see. a while. Yeah, Game Changer is a, a, great, a great tool and, um, and so on. But, but, you know, in our conference, we need to play – outside of the conference, we need to play really, really tough teams. And um, – in order to continue on in the postseason, in order for us to have a strong showing in districts and then hopefully win that and then move on to regionals and still be able to compete. You have to compete. You know, we we have to face good arms. And, um, you know, I'm not, you know. You so see, you're not dogging anybody in the I'm MSAC. I'm not dogging but. anybody in the MSAC, but there, there aren't a lot of good arms in our conference. Yep. There are some average arms, but they're not a lot of good ones. And if, if you can't beat the good ones, you can't move on. And, and if you don't see the good and ones, you don't see too, the good that, ones, that's it's a big tough. problem. Yep. And so, yeah, you're supposed to play a team Wednesday, Ithaca. That game's canceled now, and so you got to flip-flop things around because of the conference schedule. Yeah, and so 
Good thing you were able to get the Tawas, the Garber game in. But like I said, later when you got your Beale City, you got your Shepherd. Like I said, it's going to be very important for your team to get those games in. And the more of these games get canceled, all that other stuff gets pushed back and right. prioritized because the number one thing you got to do is get those mid-state athletic conference games in. Right, you got to get all the conference games in. And then if, if you push, if you try to make up those non-conference, those tough non-conference games later, well, then you're, you know, you're kind of putting them all together and uh, – we, I, you don't necessarily want that either, no. you know. You don't, you don't want to go out, you know, at the end of the season on like some sort of an zero and eight run, you know, because you've played four tough teams in a row, you know, kind of thing. So, um, we don't. Again, I mean, I say that we don't really care much about the records because we know what it's all about. It's really all about seeing the arms and 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 our pitchers seeing the good bats one through you know nine instead of one through three or one through four like we're seeing. So. Um, it's important that we play those games, and that's the this weather is what's putting a sort of a wrench in that. Yeah, but it might can't you know if it ends up canceling half of those games, that ends up being a big big yeah, deal it's a down huge the deal. road. Yep. yep. And now, Lexi Eliza uh, joined us last time. They were great. How have their two season started? You know, a couple of the seniors got up. Uh, both of them are off to a good start. Um, Eliza's actually batting, or I'm sorry, Lexi's actually batting in our lineup this year. She was she was our flex player for most of the season last year. Well, at least for the second half of it. Um, she struggled a little bit at the plate, but now she's kind of got that mental part of her game straightened out, and um, she's a regular in our lineup, and she hits the ball hard as anybody I've ever seen, so that's good. Um, Eliza moved up in our lineup. She was batting toward the bottom of our lineup last year. This this year she's batting in the two spot, and um, we put her there because she's really good at everything. She can do a lot of things. If we need her to hit the ball to the right side of the field, she'll hit the ball to the right side of the field. If we need her to lay down a bunt, she'll lay down a bunt. We need something on the green. She'll put something on the green, you know. So she's a she's um, much improved in that regard, and we're glad that she's up a little higher in the lineup this year. Yep. And now I've been asking kids this, you know, been asking kids this for quite a while, but I kind of or started to, but I want to ask you this, you know, been asking them, you kind of seen it, you know, what would life be like in high school without sports? I want to ask you that as a, as a teacher. You know, so you're a teacher, and there is no high school sports here. The football coach, you're the softball coach. What? How much different would your experience be in the classroom without any high school sports? Well, I think my now it would be rough, <laughs> but but um, I probably have a different perspective than the kids do. When I became a teacher, I came to teach, and uh, I just ended up coaching. Right. So, um, I mean, I always wanted to teach and coach. That was always my my thing. You know, I had a 20-year career doing something else before I ever became a teacher so um but throughout that entire time I always knew that was what I wanted to do so I actually came to teach and um was really excited about that and then when I got the opportunity to coach um a couple months after I started teaching here um the the softball job came open and um you know uh, Dan Haggart was the AD at the time and um I had heard the job came open and several of the kids that were in the school at the time, I had coached somewhere along the way when travel ball or something, and you know a couple of them would come up to, to up to up to me, you know, hey, you know, maybe you should apply for that job, you know. So I just let Dan know that he had a teacher in the building that had an interest. If you know, if it came down to it, let me know, and and that's what happened there. And from there, it just kind of poof. Yep, now, now you're there. doing now you're doing a football yeah. too. And now, like I said, I. Are your relationships better? Like I said, this is kind of a you know weird, goofy question. You know, like I said, I imagine the relationships with some of those kids are a little bit better, a little bit deeper. You can maybe be a little bit more straight with them in the classroom. Does that make any sense if I say that? And this is kind of a 
right field question here for you. I, I think so. Um, you know, I coached for all those years at Mount Pleasant when I wasn't teaching. I wasn't a teacher. I was, I was, you know, working in the insurance business, industry and, and, uh, you know, all my coaching buddies over there would always make fun of me, you know, like, ah, yeah, you know, you come from your insurance job and, you know, <laughs> all this, you don't know what's going on with it. But, um, but I do get it now, you know, I mean, it's different when you're in the building with the kids all day. Um, there's a lot more that you learn about them as people and what's going on in their lives and all that other stuff that um, it does kind of complement the coaching part of things. Actually, you know, you know something happened in the family during school or whatever, and so at practice they're maybe a little bit down. If you had come from your other job, you might be getting on that kid a little bit, not knowing you know what had happened to him earlier. Yeah, you don't you don't know anything about it. You know, you, you don't know why. Right. Things, are, things are the way they are. And, and thanks for answering that. Like I said, that was kind of a, you know, a weird question. I appreciate you answering that in particular the way you did. But now, the Sacred Heart community, you, you know, in general, I think a lot of people, when they think Sacred Heart, it's so much more than sports. But, man, there's so much pride with it as well. Talk about that a little bit. It, well, I mean, we're an academics first, obviously, institution. But sports are an important thing here. And uh, it's part of our identity as a school. And when it, when you're so small and you're you know you're so kind of tight and everybody knows everybody and everybody knows everybody's kids and all that, um, you know we place a lot of um, emphasis on certain things and athletics is one of them, as well as music and yeah. art and yep. all the other things that we do here. But you know we know like we're we're not settling. You know most of our sports, in fact, all of our sports that I can think of here. We just don't settle, you know, for anything, yep. you know, and um, I always used to tell people, you know, I always used to, there's schools in the Saginaw Valley <clears throat> where I coached, when I coached at Mount Pleasant, we would look across on the sidelines and know, and, and, and like, look at the kids and we'd be like, man, there's 15 division one bodies over there. They haven't won a game all year. What is going on? You know? So what it comes down to is you're good at what, you care about you're good at what matters to you you're good at what the people will get behind and here at Sacred Heart people get behind everything and um and there's huge support from parents and teachers and administrators and the diocese and you know it's just it's a kind of a all hands on deck kind of thing in all of our sports so um so I think that's why there's so much success you know I mean I think that People at Beale City could say the same kind of thing, you know. People at Mount Pleasant behind baseball and softball and, you know, football and basketball. You know, th those things, I think people, it, it's it's always about what you care about. You're always going to be good at what you care about because you're going to put things, Effort into it. Yeah, you're going to put effort and you're going to put resources and you're going to put people in place and you're going to do those things. So I think that's, I mean, it's not like a secret recipe or yep. something here. I think it's just that. A lot of hard work and a lot of dedication, a lot of commitment from everybody is what makes it happen here. Yep, and so. I think, you know, personally for me, I will say, and I'm true, I've seen it here and in Beale City. When you combine faith, education, and athletics, you turn out some pretty darn kids, it really yeah, seems like. You know. I do. Yep. Josh, thanks so much for joining me, man. I really appreciate it. You bet. Thank you.
Thank you for listening to Spock Sports Show with Chris Spockman, sponsored locally through Barbary Law Firm. The views and opinions heard on this podcast do not necessarily reflect those views and opinions of Latitude Media. Our sponsors, affiliates, and My1043 or Buck92 Radio. Check out our website for even more podcasts from around the area. Just go to MyMichiganPodcast.com. It's podcasting that matters.